Let's do it. Roll, roll. Trying to blow my eardrums out. I'm talking about music. Fucking music. I believe we have a song for this. Music, music, music. Music, music, music. So you should take that and remix it into the original. And that is the original. The, the re- I, I can't. I don't understand why you're questioning it. That is literally the original. <laughs> you don't have that nasal Australian twang. Music, 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 music. No, it's been beaten out of me. But now I find myself saying things like dance and jandals. Imagine that. It's been here too long, man. My vowels are all getting munted. It wasn't choice, eh, bro? <laughs> Isn't that isn't that the Cronulla Stadium? The point Munter's po- Paradise. Points bet. Points bet, not where, points bet, bro. Yes, no, yes. Where are we at? Where are you fucking the stadiums called points bet? Might I, don't know, I was like, it. what the fuck is a points bet? And then I remembered, oh, that's right. The Cronulla Stadium has been renamed forty-seven times. It's in Field, Caltex Field, fucking this field, that field, fucking Shark Park, Toyota Park, fucking. Welcome back to crippling gambling addiction. Yeah. Race Right Park, you know, lots of options. Fucking ScoMo, anyway, Hillsong fucking park. Shall we talk about fucking... Something much up? less unpleasant than ScoMo, which is music? Well, two of those albums fit that bill, I guess. Oh, here we go. He, he always loves to seed a little bit of fucking, you know, tune in later to find out which of my these albums I didn't like. Which album didn't what? you like, Bezo? Go Sh- on then. Should I get... Should I get down on my knees and apologise straight up? This Denzel Curry album is not good. It's it, and it, I should have. I should have. It had at, the promise of being good, and that's the most frustrating part. It? Is that it started out and you thought, "Hey, this kid grew up listening to fucking De La Soul and Tribe Called Quest. This is all kind of cool." And it's late, I came. And in. it didn't fucking stick, did it? It just didn't stick. He just went off with a fucking bullshit auto tune, horrible fucking bitches and hoes stuff, and it was just. What happened, bro? It, it just felt to me constantly like he was trying to catch up to the beat. Like he had a delay in his fucking headphones or something. Yeah, I know. you. That, that's a style which I know you're not keen on. Yes, to say the least. That wasn't the primary thing that, ups, uh, that upset me about this album. But, you know, oh, like the, the, the auto-tuned beats and the... Well, this album the went down the Mr. toilet Todd. when fucking T-Pain rocked up. The first half of the Not- album is okay. You know, Melt Sessions are right, Walkins are right, Welcome to Wiz is all right. Joe Wayne's crap, but um, Mental Mental's one of my favourite tracks of the album. And then fucking T-Pain rocks up and it's just all fucking horrific auto-tune. And it, the album disappears completely A off cliff, B up its own ass. And one of the to the point where one of the highlights on the album from there on in is the second last track, which features your man Slow Tie. <laughs> like, the album d- deteriorates to the point where Slow Tie improves it. And admittedly, they just put Slow Tie on a big distortion and didn't get him to do anything difficult because clearly he's had significant head injuries at some stage in his career. Because um, he's literally our least favourite rapper in the history of the fucking art. But it was, it was, a, it was a test case in how to fuck up a promising beginning because I really thought hey if this kid is just going to spin us a whole lot of even fucking name drops Dale I saw at one point you think okay you want to drop us a fucking a whole bunch of 
2022 worldview remix of De La Soul and, and Tribe without all the misogyny that was inherent in the stories in the 90s. That would be awesome. But no, what we got was shit raps and all the misogyny. What are we doing? Uh, it just... Yes. <sighs> That's exactly fucking right. <laughs> That's the that reaction right. is exactly he, fucking right. He got, he got to the end of it and you went, ah. Oh. Like, what are the kids seeing in this fucking cloud? Because it's... It's just, he's squandering the opportunities and the fucking everything that's in front of him. Because he, he, anyway. Yeah. It just was, I, I just found it unpleasant. It just, the whole thing was not enjoyable to listen to at all. I thought the beats were really fucking basic. Like, there wasn't much. Yeah. Apart from the stuff that <laughs> felt kind of tribey, uh, De La Soli. The other stuff, you know, was generic as shit. So, look, okay, so I was listening to this this pod today about uh, there's this awesome movie coming out. Well, I hope it's awesome. The, the, the earlier reviews are really good. Called, and it's by a couple of indie filmmakers, and they're basically like really interesting indie filmmakers. And they had this discussion about, you know, what would happen if if Marvel or or, you know, one of the big franchises came to us and said, you know, you guys are the hot indie filmmakers. Come and make a Marvel movie or come and make a DC movie or come and make a fucking Star Wars movie. And they were like, nah, let's just do something fucking batshit crazy ourselves that's sort of like a, 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 a not a comic book movie, but like a like a genre movie. Isn't everything and a comic book movie now? I guess so. But this this is a, this is a um, uh, like, you know, it it doesn't come from any IP. It's something that yeah, they've written but completely it's... themselves. But what what the interviewer was saying was what he found really interesting watching the movie was it was obvious that they'd grown up watching The Matrix and reading comic books and all that stuff was an influence and you could see how they had grown up watching it, but it wasn't this homage it wasn't a pastiche it wasn't like they had to do call outs to the matrix or call outs to to this and that it was just you could just feel the influence it wasn't like hey we've got to make this joke to call back to this and that's i guess that's what this is sort of doing it's like we have to call out de la soul to point in the direction that we are the link yes. between de la soul and the modern this is it's the like, song that's if- meant to be de la soul so therefore i'm going to reference de la soul in it yeah, it's it's like if you have to do the joke, if you have to explain the joke, is it a joke? Uh, you know, is no. it a reference or like? Which is that is why we, we never we, explain any of it. Or we don't laugh at all if you listen to the last podcast. Imagine. Um, uh, and yeah, that's what this felt like. It's like it it, it almost needed a uh, a voiceover to say a director's oh, well, commentary. Yeah, here we are trying to do this, yeah. but not successfully. But maybe that's maybe that's how the kids work now. Yeah. Is direct? It's not enough to be a direct pastiche. You literally have to photocopy something and say, "I am now doing a direct version of somebody else's gear as yeah. a tribute of it." So much more enjoyable was the Cypress Hill album. Cypress and- Hill. I'm not sure it's the best Cypress Hill album. In fact, I'm sure pretty confident it's not. It's it's not. But no. do you know what Black I, Sunday I found was a better fascinating? Album, but it was it was as we kind of predicted. It was better than the Denzel Curry album. The the fun, the fascinating thing I found about it was that um, the vocals, like the the lyricism and the bounce of the vocalists, was 
on point as I remembered. But I found yeah. the sound was a little bit more generic. It didn't have that yeah. dripping in fucking, I'm like six bucket bongs in sort of. Like the, Some of the beats the sucked. Or- I, I'm prepared to say it. Like, a couple, like most of the back half of the album, the beats are fucking, yeah, they sucked. And the they're only thing carrying it was was fucking be real and and yeah. oh mate, it was it was it, they need to have a word with their with their DJ because the fucking the beats were not what they should have been. There were a couple of good tracks to start with. It's a very and you you fucking foreshadowed this uh, last week. It's an album all about weed. All about the position of weed in modern society, about the fact that you can the still business. get booked for it by the, by the fucking yeah. feds, but the fact that it's fucking white college kids who are making the profit while, you know, black kids and, and Hispanic kids, you know, go to jail for it. It's exactly what we thought it was. And every track is about weed. Now, it's not just one track, it's the whole fucking album. Occasionally they have a track about shooting people. Um, because they're a hip-hop band from fucking L.A. That's what they do. Uh, but, you know, most of the album is entirely about weed, uh, and that's what, you, what you've come to expect from Cypress Hill. This is not a great album, but it's better than fucking Dead Soul Curry's album. Well, A, they lean into, like, that's their, That's their know, bit. That's their corner. It, that's the corner they're defending, as they say. Like, if they were in the Rotary public speaking competition, and they're like, <laughs> you have two minutes. <laughs> Sorry, you took me with that. Oh, fuck, I imagine they're turning up at fucking Toastmasters. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking be real turning up at Toastmasters. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're, you're, (laughs) You've got two minutes to talk about your favourite topic. Well, they're going to be talking talking about about the fucking green. Yeah, give it to you. You could give you a solid two minutes about weed as well, I reckon. I reckon you know some facts. 92 minutes about weed. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um... Look, I I enjoyed this album. Yeah, it, it was it, it all. It did make you just want to go back and listen to classic Cypress Hill yeah. because I missed that. I missed that drawling sort of. Uh, it's almost bagpipeish sort of background beat sound that they have, but that real and also that real doom laden bass bass line underneath it. It just it was so generic. I just couldn't believe that. It's, it's almost like they read a, wrote a whole heap of tracks and went to fucking SoundCloud and just borrowed someone's beats. It was a bit SoundCloudy, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. It was odd, given that um, Sopras have got such a history of having having the beats. But um, yeah, it was better than. <laughs> I keep coming back to this point. Than, it was better than Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry. Well, okay. So the children this are is wrong. The, this is the link I wanted to make between Denzel Curry and Warhorse, right? Which was how? Well, how the fuck are you going to make a link between a wannabe fucking indie rapper and a bunch of munters from California who think they're Motorhead? Well, so I sort of get two feelings about albums that I don't. Okay, it's not that I don't like. Look, not not albums that I dislike, but albums that I don't like. That makes sense. So, like, <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, like, you, you, like you don't like no, this I, album I, because you don't understand it, or you just don't like it. Yeah. So, like, I actively dislike that Denzel Curry album. I could not find a way. I'm like, see, what? I didn't. I just thought it was oh, okay. There were bits in it I liked. I liked the certain tracks. I went, yeah, that's really good. Like, Mental is a really good track. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Smell of Death is a good track. 
Fucking Melt Session 1's a good track. You know, that worked, but that was the stuff that was much much more like, um, you know, those, those kind of early 90s, early 90s apps. Um, whereas Warhorse, I'm like, well, I find this really interesting. It's not something I would put on for pleasure. I don't, like, I don't like it. But that's but like looking I, photographs of BDSM people and saying, I find this interesting. I don't put it on for pleasure. <laughs> Wow, it's like some people are into this sort of stuff. It's just fucking motorhead. What? What is there to misunderstand about it? Mm, I don't misunderstand it. It's 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 just I don't have the frame of reference to enjoy. There is no frame of reference. It is just (laughs) a loud man is growling at you while they play motorhead riffs. There's nothing to fucking misunderstand. There's nothing to comprehend. It's just riffs and stupidity, and it is (laughs) it's quite glorious. I, re- I really enjoyed this. It was exactly what I expected it to be. Um, it has all of the double kicks and um, distorted bass like Lemmy would play. Um, a couple of moments, they, they kick into the ridiculous over- overplayed fucking Judas Priest or, or Iron Maiden style. And Summon the Demon is a very kind of Iron Maiden-y kind of, so- kind of track. They have a song that, that clearly dedicated to, to Ronnie James Dio, which is lovely. Um, it's dumb. It's riff, if riff laden. It's good fun. Um, it's it's not going to be a critical success, but that's not really the issue. Like, what does critical success even mean these days in music? Um, it means you don't get punched by Will Smith. True. Uh, all right. I, I think that's. I think that wins the week, though. That I feel like I need to talk more about it just because the just so that the. Um, I get longer to play the Charger track under the edit. Underneath it. Well, because well, if okay, this so is the best, al- the best album of the week, I feel like I need to buy more time for them. Um, but well, there's so not much th- to th- say. Th- this, I mean, th- this is what I thought you would think of the Mysterines. I thought you would have this this feeling. No, but the Mysterines are, are grim and drab and shitty, whereas this is... Yeah. The, the, Balls to the wall. This, this is very kind of... Yeah, it, it's hard to describe the difference. But I think it, it's kind of a you'll know it if you feel it. Kind of this, this is much more in your face. Oh, fuck like, yeah. uh, th- th- This is. Like I said, th- like this a- whole album feels like Ace of Spades, which is my favourite Motorhead album by a long stretch. Every song feels like um, a personal attack, but, but in, in a positive way, if that's imaginable. Hmm. Yeah. I, I just thought this was uh, a, perfect, a perfect encapsulation of. Dudes that knew exactly what they wanted to do. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a perfect encapsulation of Doc's brain. I thought, oh yeah, I'll cop that. Yeah, that's fair yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair yeah, enough. It's basically, a whole bunch of nonsense about drinking too much and doing stupid violence, or, or pretend thinking that you can do stupid violence when in reality you're too fat and middle aged. <laughs> <laughs> well, how old would these guys be? Are they are they like I look young pretty young? Or are they a bit- I don't think I don't think they're a legacy band at all. I think they're relatively young because. They're literally they they only dropped an EP in the last year or two. I love um, a band that has their own font that they just will not. Yeah, it has to be that kind of old gothic shit. Yeah, you have to with, have with that fucking that kind of with old. The, but it's like it's like a custom made C at the start. But like. you need you need to have the logo. That that's the most important yeah. thing in all of metal is to have the fucking the typeface, the logo, whether you're Metallica or Pantera or. Any of those fucking black metal bands that are in a font you can't read because it looks like a spider just shat all over everything. 
And yeah, dogs, 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 evil dog on the uh, front cover is always good. Is that They're dogs horses. or horses? They're war oh horses. My God. Although that, that, I don't that's the same colour as my dog. So I actually did think that, yeah, that's, uh, if, that, if that was my, was it? if that was my it war horse it? dog, it would be, it would only be attacking you to try and see if you had any peanut butter, peanut butter toast. I'd, I'd be fucking scared to get on that horse. I'll tell you right now. Well, it's a war horse. It's scary. So yeah. it's a devastator. That's the whole point. We are scary. But that's the thing. The whole, the whole pretense of we are a scary rock band, but it's also slightly ridiculous. That's mm. what I love about it. It's not. It's not like death metal where no, no, we are actually going to kill you, and you know, once you're dead, we're going to have sex your with your corpse, kind of stuff. These guys, they're not. They're not that serious. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that. You know, it's not that kind of relationship they're looking for. All right, well, um, I'm going to go out on a limb a little bit for the new music this week. Oh, good, because that went so well with Denzel Curry. Oh, well, okay, so this is this is a, a bit of a reaction to the Denzel Curry. I'm going to go with a UK hip-hop artist, which is supposed to be a little bit more Afrobeat-ish, probably a little bit more in my wheelhouse, hopefully, even though I haven't listened to any of it. It's His name's Koji Radical, Koji Radical. Uh, yeah, so he's a, a UK rapper. Been around for a while, had a couple of EPs. This is his first full-length album, and it's called Reason to Smile. You know what I'm picking. Really? You know what you deserve. Fuck. Yeah, make sure that you have to listen to this album. Damn, I was really hoping that you had like You thought I was going to wait till Adam got here. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like, there's no way he's going to burn a, burn a pick on this. He's got like 10 no. albums that are way better that he has to yeah, listen to. Then I lost my notes. So now, now my vindictiveness kicks in. And I'm going to pick the new album by Pup, who are a, a Toronto <laughs> punk rock band. <laughs> Who would absolutely probably be on a Letterkenny soundtrack somewhere? Uh, yes, I would have thought so. But um, yeah. their album is called something like the Un- the Unraveling of Pup the Band or something like that. Um, so yeah, that's our uh, that's my album oh. of the week. I'm actually going to Google that. No, it's it's, it's it looks good. Yeah. Um, have I got the right, classic? Have, wants- I, have I got the the, the classic? The um, the Joker. Well, I think you do. I ha- I have a Joker album if you don't have one. But, no, I've um, got a Joker go, album. Go crazy. Red Hot Chili Peppers have a new album out. Oh, We're going to have that as a Joker. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God damn it. Thought I'd, I thought I'd gotten away with it. There you go. <laughs> My dog put up laughing too hard. <laughs> oh, I've been um, It has to be done. We can't just leave this to Adam. Because he'll just say, yes, this is great. It sounds like fucking Californication. <laughs> and Californication is a fucking terrible album. Is it going to be, are we going to be more or less upset than the Faith No More album, do you reckon? I reckon less upset because I actually expected something half decent from that Faith No More album. I think at this stage they've gone so far through the other side that if if there's anything that's actually good on this album, I think we'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah, like we're expecting the like because remember we did we did the worst of Black Eyed Peas around this time in 2016. We did their album of uh, was it the Getaway, and it was a bucket of shit. In fact, we did at at Easter. I'm pretty sure um, uh, I actually did it from Adam's joint because we it was one of those times I was I was over in Australia. Yeah, and um, it was bad. It was not good at all. It was poo poo. So um. 
Uh, I think if it even shows the faintest glimpse, the little glint of potential, we might actually just think, hey, there's something. But here's the thing. I don't expect there to be one. I expect this to be the most grim experience of my entire fucking album listening life. <laughs> and we just did a Denzel Curry album. And that includes Alpha Wolf. What is the do you do you have a do you have uh like a the worst album you've listened to on the podcast? Do you not remember every experience you've had that was horrific? <laughs> like every time some girl no, just fucking no. clowned you or every time you no. like fell off your bike no. and skinned your knees. No, I just Or every time I, you like got cancer. Like, don't you remember that shit? <laughs> I I remember that shit. It, it fucking, it, it's imprinted on my mind. So I remember every horrific experience I ever had. And that includes Alpha Wolf's album. No, I think Co- Cosmic Psychos was the, was my life. Greatest point. experience of your life. I'm aware of that. It was fantastic. <laughs> it, it, it is a nice day to go to the pub. It's always a nice day to go to the pub. But that's, that's just because we haven't reviewed a Faves album on the, on the podcast yet. Dogs are the best people. I think I agree with them. Oh, sure. Like, the sentiment is fine. I've got no problems with the sentiment. <laughs> it is the way it was expressed. If it was just beat ex- poetry. It's just the execution that I've got yeah. problems with. Fucking fuckers, man. They're, mate, they, they're still gigging. They're, they're the ones laughing they at are. me. They're like, they're like, fuck. We'll, we'll be the... If you need an Australian name that we recognise to be third on the bill of a, of a show, we're there. Third is very generous. Oh no! If there's no, like a three-man, they'll be after Spider Bait, Grinspoon, Regurgitator, Tumbleweed, Screaming. <laughs> they'll be, they'll be like forty seventh, but they'll be there. Mm. And look, you know, people got to eat. And I've got yeah. nothing against Coxie. He was, uh, uh, he was a reasonable guest, uh, guest person on um, when uh, Jay and the Doctor were doing Breakfast Radio on Triple J. Uh, so no problem with that, but. Um, mm. Have you explained to, the, to recent listeners why you hate the Faves quite so much? It, it was the caveat M tour tour, wasn't it? It was the Tism Regurgitator tour. And oh, you absolutely no, that, that, took a set against because the- they, they were doing um, they were first support on that tour, weren't they? No, it was actually even before that. It was one of the um, uh, one of the bands, sort of like the high school bands that I'd gotten into. Uh, you got into high school girls, you creep. <laughs> um, I'd always wanted to see In- In Excess and Hunters were the two bands that I really wanted to see live when I first came to Brisbane. You know, because like all the other stuff I was into was big international bands, so that wasn't sort of conceptually One available. One point to me. I want to raise is when you came to Brisbane, it was like ninety ninety five, ninety six, ninety six. Yeah, In- was Michael Hutchinson alive in ninety five? <laughs> Well, so I bought, I had tickets to see In Excess at the River Stage, uh, and then he killed himself. So, yeah. Well, he met his end. So, which wouldn't have been a great show. He wanted himself think. to death. But so I went to see Hunters at the Alex Hills Hotel in '97, which was there. <laughs> I mean, River Stage, Alex Hills Hotel. <laughs> yeah, same, same. Yeah. Um, which was their farewell tour. Like that was, you know, we, we, <laughs> like we were talking it. about last week. Rihanna Gurus did their farewell tour in 1997. Did not take the hint. Kept coming back. Yeah. Well, I don't think back then they really thought that touring would be. Like a viable, yeah. Well, to be fair, the gurus, the gurus chucked it in because their drummer had pulled had, had an injury, and they thought, you know, he's done. Let's pull it in. Um, and ironically, I just saw that the gurus had to cancel a recent show because their drummer got COVID. 
It's the same fucking drummer. He clearly managed to recover from the injury in 1997. Yeah. And ironically, that uh, that drummer is the brother of your friend of mine, Richard Kingsville. <laughs> um, so we went to the Alex Hills Hotel and the foes were supporting Hunters and, like, Oh, was it supporting way- Hunters? I thought it was on the Caveat M tour. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, they did that as well, but that was, the, like... <laughs> By then you had already I- decided these guns could fuck off. Yeah, well, so we all, we've all we all gone in and we're standing around and, like, uh, whoever, we, I think we came in at the end of the first support and the first support was okay. I can't even remember. I should look up who it was. Um, and then I'm like, well, you know, if you're supporting Hunters on their farewell tour, you've got to be pretty good. And they played their first song and I'm like, this is fucking garbage. Is it going to get any better? And then they played the second song and I was like, no, no. In fact, it's actually going to get worse. I couldn't and think I like, of a worse band to have fucking matched with with the Hunters. Yeah, the Foves and- are lo-fi, sarcastic, fucking indie dribble. They're not. Mm. I could not think of anybody who would have fitted the Hunters and Collectors vibe worse. There's like so- a generational split. There's a sound split. There's a fucking vibe split. None of it works. Who picks we- this shit? We um. We'd had a fair bit of car trouble on the way out, even getting there. And so I was like, Oz. Which is fair because the Alexandra Hills Hotel, for people who don't understand Brisbane, could literally be in another country. It is so far <laughs> yes. away. It it's is a like, fair bit. It is like, what is it, 20K out of the CBD? 30K out of the CBD? It's oh, fucking- at least. And, and, and I was coming from, um, I lived at uh, fucking, um, uh, like deep on the south side, almost at Oxley. Um, oh, Jesus. Then, so, so you've got an oh, hour and change. Oxley to the Alex Hills Hotel is like pack a fucking lunch, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Which is probably why my car shit itself trying to get there. Um, so, yeah, I was I was in this filthy fucking mood by the time Hunters came on. And then- And he's, he's, he's comes from Melbourne giving the, dogs are the best people. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> yes, pretty much. And then Hunters City just open- City, fuck off. Opened up with this wall of sound, like this absolute, like, this is the thing that just doesn't come across on 95% of all Hunters records. Because they recorded they them just, badly. They just had this fucking wall of sound. Like, you know, when, when it really came in, it was just confrontational how much sound was coming off the stage. I feel like they kind of grabbed that in the, um, you know, you know that, that other live album they made, the kind of the, the final tour album they made? Yeah. They did capture yeah. that in the beginning of Where Do You Go, where you feel the fucking wall come in. Yeah. And you think, shit, this would have been awesome to fucking experience life. I find Fat Freddy's a little bit the same. I think they might have opened with Little Chalky, which I, which starts really, really slow. And it's a very Fat Freddy's thing to do. Like, start with a song that mm. starts really slow and then just hammers you in the chorus. Like, drops it on you like a fucking ton of bricks. Yeah. Um, because the the live what? album from that tour came from the Coogee Bay Hotel, I think, and they just they just went bangers, bangers, bangers. That's just fucking yeah, yeah, hit them with everything. So they opened with Where Do You Go, which is probably my favourite. Between that and Do You See What I See, it's probably my favourite fucking Hunter Street. I, I I still have an irrational affection for the slab. It's it's like depends which version it is. 
Yeah, well, that that particular live version. The you know, acoustic we're gonna version. Do a I actually really, like yeah, the other. Like the we're going to do a strange one. version of the slab. I, I find it hard when the original, like the the studio version of the slab, comes on the radio. I'm like, who is putting that this ever come on the song? radio? For fuck's sake. Mate, we have Triple M on in our office. Yeah, but and they it get comes a, on. How do they fit that in between all the time. Nickelback and the fucking 1973 fucking David Bowie? Oh dear. Anyway, um, fucking, how do we get how do we get away from this so much? So, um, yes, you the were foes. complaining about the foes. The pup has been on the Letty Kitty soundtrack, so there of course you go. they have. They're, they're fucking from, they're from Toronto. That's what they well, do. If they're Canadian, and if they're half decent. Letter Kenny are going to use them. Well, the Canadian the little Letter Kenny you use them. Brian Adams is probably on there. No, I don't think he has been actually. I probably can't afford him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, they're doing a uh, uh, they're doing a spin off hockey show, which will be. Uh, oh, they're, they're like doing analysis hockey night in Canada. <laughs> I have heard there was a hockey night in Canada Letter Kenny crossover where they were. Where they got the hockey night in Canada people to interview the fucking Letterkenny, you know, club hockey players. Yeah, well, they, they did a whole thing in the last season where they had basically like ESPN's version of the jump for hockey. Oh, the, like, the TSN people, the Canadian. Yeah, co- commentating on like, like a, I think ho- hockey must have like an FA Cup sort of thing in in Canada. You know, where all the, the club may, sides they might can just work made it up for the fucking show. That they could have, yeah, but but you know they like interviewing the 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 Letterkenny hockey guys, and it's yeah very funny. Um, anyway, anecdotes aside, let's listen to some tunes. Anecdotes aside, basically just puts aside everything we ever talk about in this podcast. If it wasn't for fucking bullshit stories about shit we got up to when we were younger, um, what would the music podcast be? That's true. All right, Doc. I'll catch you next week. Hopefully it's a bit more enjoyable. Cheers, man. See ya.